yes, welcome. So, can I just check? Can everyone hear me okay? Is the sound enough? Is, uh, I'm speaking loudly enough. Um, ah, <laughs> I'm muted. Can you hear me okay? <laughs> is that all right? <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. I will start. So, <clears throat> uh, this is our third session. And um, <clears throat> for those of you who are new, this is look, we are looking at the advices and queries and practicing with them. So our first one, we looked at taking heed and the invitation was just to center down with the body and becoming grounded in our hearts, bodies, listening to the promptings of love and truth. And then our second session, we looked at advices and queries too, and we practiced centering down with the breath using an anchor like take heed and sort of matching the words with the in-breath and the out-breath. So before we start our exploration of Advices and Queries 3, I wonder if there are any observations or questions about these first two ways of centering down or maybe any openings about Advices and Queries that we've looked at. So is there anything that, you know, first just to sort of any questions or queries? Has anyone, for example, found it really difficult to center down with a breath or they're finding it easier to center down, sort of um, more connected to the body, doing the body scan? Is, is, is there a preference that people are finding that they'd like to share? I think, I think with these things, different ways into centering down kind of call to us at different times. Um, so if you think of that still place as being like a room, but there are lots of doorways into the room and different doors, you know, open easily at different times in your life. And there'll be times in your life when you really just can't anchor with the breath or you just can't anchor doing body scans. So it, it's just sort of, I suppose, being skillful, being wise and having these options open to you um, to, so that you can try different doorways. Okay. Anything anyone want to add to that? Okay. So <clears throat> one of the one way that's been a great support to me in centering down is what is sometimes referred to as the three three breath journey. So I invite you to sort of do that just to help us arrive so that we can begin exploring advices and queries three. So just sort of feel comfortable, maybe adjust your position so you really feel supported. And take a deeper breath. And on that out breath, you can breathe out the word grounded. Grounded. Oh. So the whole body is invited to relax. You can sense the ground get in touch with our larger body, the earth. <clears throat> and you can think of earthing electrical appliances. It's to make safe the excess energy in the appliance. And, and sometimes I feel that with my body, all that sort of restless or fizzy energy can just be grounded and earthed and made safe. Grounded. 
And friends, on the second out-breath, the invitation is greeted. So I love the story that the Franciscan priest Richard Rohr tells of going to his dying mother's bedside. He and his siblings gathered round her as she slept and from time to time she'd wake up and look at them with this bright love, bright shining face and she would say, you're here, you're really here. And I just believe that when we go still, it's like the divine is saying to us, you're here, you're really here, kind of greeting us. Greeted. And on the third breath, the invitation is gathered. Gathered. I love the way Quakers talk about a gathered meeting. It makes me think of being gathered up in loving arms. All of us belonging and gathered together. So when I whisper this on the out-breath, in my mind, I can feel I belong and all of me belongs. Grounded. Greeted. Gathered. Vices and Queries 3. Do you try to set aside times of quiet for openness to the Holy Spirit? All of us need to find a way into silence, which allows us to deepen our awareness of the divine and to find the inward source of our strength. Seek to know an inward stillness, even amid the activities of daily life. And do you encourage in yourself and in others and in others a habit of dependence on God's guidance for each day? Hold yourself and others in the light, knowing that all are cherished by God. So I'm going to circle back. I'm going to unpack that a bit. Do you try to set aside times of quiet for openness to the Holy Spirit? All of us need to find a way into silence, which allows us to deepen our awareness of the divine and to find the inward source of our strength. So the invitation to have a formal time that we have protected for our rendezvous with the divine is, I believe, a foundational, it's foundational to the Quaker approach to life. It's there in everything that we do. It, it is really, isn't it? It's our Quaker faith and practice, our belief that right action, right ordering, comes from a deep personal relationship with the inner divine, which we can access through stillness. So, Setting aside times for stillness as our foundational commitment and our deepest intention, really, is what I believe is being asked of us here. And, you know, it's worth acknowledging, isn't it, that it's hard, especially in the beginning. We might feel 
called to deepen our experience of the divine, but oh my word, many, many counter arguments persuade us that we're too busy, yeah? Too busy, there's too much going on. I can't possibly do it. And in Buddhist philosophy, these counter arguments are very helpfully and explicitly named. Yeah, they're called the five hindrances. Tiredness, aversion, grasping, restlessness, doubt. Oh, we've all felt those, haven't we? I mean, yeah, can you remember just sitting in meeting and you're just so tired? It's 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 sure part of part of the practice. And James Clear's wonderful book, Atomic Habits, recommends that to start a new habit, we need to make it pleasant and easy. So if half an hour is not doable, but you could commit, say, to 10 minutes of practice, then that is good. As Thomas Merton, the Christian mystic, says, a little sincerity goes a long way. And I think a little practice, a little bit of that time, it goes a long way. And little by little, our connection grows, doesn't it? And our dependence on the divine deepens. Mm. And certainly in my life, I think, this has evolved from kind of 10 minutes when I wake up in the morning and before I go to sleep to, to something that's it's, it's the best part of an hour in the morning. And I think it's, if, I, if I wasn't to do it, I'd miss it worse than food. You know, it becomes so sort of foundational. So... There are different ways into that stillness. There's Lexio Divina, there's body scan, there's taking heed, that mindfulness, being mindful of, of our present moment-to-moment awareness. And then there's holding in the light. Um, other traditions might call it loving-kindness or blessing. And that's what we'll be practising with today. So that first query is about making a formal time in our day to practise going still, becoming still. And it's worth saying, I think, that being accountable to a friend can be really supportive. You know, we could have a stillness buddy (laughs) joining or committing to practice together at 7am, for example. And maybe there's someone here or in your meeting who you'd like to reach out to as a centering down friend, a stillness buddy. So the second bit, the second query is about growing, I think, an informal practice throughout our day. It's a saying, isn't there? Um, Daily round, holy ground. I used to love that poster that was a a Quaker poster for a long time in in our Guildford meeting. The daily round is the holy ground. And uh, I think Richard Rohr puts it slightly different. You know, God comes to us disguised as our life. So we seek to know an inward stillness, even amid the activities of daily life. And you encourage in yourself and in others a habit of dependence on God's guidance for each day. And friends, it's true, isn't it, that many traditions have this invitation of a moment-to-moment remembering of God. You know, it's the way we can move out of living our lives on automatic pilot and come clearly and simply into this moment. So, you know, if I practice going still, waiting in the queue at Sainsbury's, or at the traffic lights, it starts to feel like a superpower. You know, where formerly I might be impatient, I can sort of feel peaceful and grateful, grounded, greeted, and gathered 
know, as if I've just stolen a few delicious moments with my beloved. So building little atomic habits into our daily, into our day of practicing stillness. You could start with every time you climb the stairs or sit behind the wheel of your car or switch on a light. Whatever moments you can use to take heed, to turn again. This is a beautiful line in the song, isn't it? Um, <clears throat> how's it go? To turn, turn will be a delight until turning, turning we come round right. And the last, hold yourself and others in the light, knowing that all are cherished by God. Yeah, how can we hold ourselves and others in the light? You know, it's kind of hard sometimes to direct that life towards oneself. Those counter-arguments, they come in. I don't deserve. I'm not good enough to give myself that standing in the light. But we know, don't we, that we can't pour from an empty cup. We can't do it. And some friends hold people in the light by imagining our bodies or the bodies of a friend being filled with light, surrounded by light, bathed in it, abiding in it. And for others, repeating phrases of well-wishing can help to build that connection. It's such an important practice for our well-being and for the growth of love and compassion in the world. We know we have such a strong negativity bias right most of us have a really expert inner critic who's just ever ready to proclaim very loudly on everything that we get wrong <laughs> miss the things that we get right but poor no mercy for our mistakes and sharon salzberg who developed a loving kindness form of meditation in the west uh, from the buddhist tradition describes how she first started to understand that this practice was working for her and she writes that she, uh, she dropped a cup, it smashed, and uh, the inner voice said, Sharon, you idiot, but I love you anyway. <laughs> she, that, that was the turning point. Oh, it is working. <laughs> and I, I certainly felt that for me during my divorce, this became a very important practice. And similarly, I notice that this bitterly unkind inner critic started to be replaced with a voice of kindness. So this will be our practice today and the invitation for the coming month also to do a daily holding in the light practice uh, for yourself and one other. So with that, we will do, do a practice. So make yourself very comfortable. If you need to do any adjustments or stretches, just uh, arriving in this moment, centering down. I invite you to close your eyes or lower your gaze. And sense your feet on the ground. Connected to our larger body, Mother Earth. 
grounded. And you might sense how every cell in your body has, is really on loan from the earth. This temporary expression of you. Grounded. You might sense that softening and relaxation spreading up your legs into your sitting bones. And the small of your back softening, relaxing. Relaxing up the spine. Softening your tummy. Your heart center, relaxing your chest. Perhaps a sort of whisper of a moan movement you might just open the chest slightly. Relaxing your neck, throat. Just again, a whisper of a movement. You might just tuck your chin and allow the back of your neck to open. Relaxing your arms, your hands. Softening your face. And if it feels available to you, you might experiment with a kind of the idea of a smile. <laughs> Maybe that might just support a bit more relaxation. Greeted, you're here, you're really, really here. You might want to stay in that sense of relaxation, embodied relaxation, but you might also Start to anchor your attention on the breath. Sensing how it flows in and out of your body. You might notice it in the nostrils. Or the chest expanding, falling, or further deep down, perhaps in your abdomen, whatever is most available to you, just let that be your anchor.
if at any time you get confused or lost or something feels difficult, you can just come back to this sensations in the body, feet on the ground, breath moving in and out. Now to begin the holding in the light practice, I'd like to invite you to hold in mind a beloved, someone who it's very easy to feel that heart melting love. It could be a pet or um, a figure from history. Someone very, very dear to you. It's un uncomplicated. It could be a baby. And it doesn't matter if you haven't got a sort of high definition image of this person. Just an idea of a person is, is fine. And you can imagine them being filled with light. Or if it's supportive, you can send them phrases of, of well-wishing. I'll be offering you some traditional phrases. May you be safe. can be helpful to time this with the breath. So on the in-breath, may you. And on the out-breath, taking up the whole of the out-breath, be safe. May you be happy. See if that happy can really Take up the whole out-breath. May you be healthy. May you live with ease and peace. May you be safe, dear one from all inner and outer harm. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you live with ease. May you be safe, dear one. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you live with ease. invite you to continue 
with those phrases or other phrases that fit. Just practicing with your beloved for a few moments. Friends, we also need these good wishes of ourselves to be a friend to ourselves. So to the degree that you can, we're going to offer that holding in the light to ourselves and you might it's more helpful you might see yourself the younger you hold that person in mind or you might have those words directed to yourself from your beloved as if they could just very gently put their hands on you and send those well wishing to you to you May I be safe. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I live with ease. May I be safe. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I live with ease. is to continue holding yourself in the light a few more moments.
safe. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I live with ease and peace. Friends, now I'm going to invite you to open your eyes and let your eyes just rest very softly on one of the friends on your screen. So just let let you take in, take in that person. And let's just hold that person that you're watching in the light. May you be safe, dear friend. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you live with ease. You can practice holding that person, that friend in the light for a few more minutes. Friends, if you would like to, I invite you to unmute and offer one at a time into the silence the name of someone you particularly want to be held in the light. Harry Potter Tina Godgy Nick Clements Anna Cardus Catherine Baines. Kathy Romeo.
Attorney Jeffrey. May this growth of love and compassion be of benefit to you in your lives, your families, your wider community, and the whole world. And when you're ready, I invite you to open your eyes, offer a virtual handshake, <laughs> put our hands together. Thank you so much. So I know some of you have to go, um, but there is going to be a six minute time in breakout rooms now. So um, I hope you